Blessed are we, Lord, who belong to you. The Apostle reminds us that we should consider our own calling. We are here now to offer you a sacrifice of praise, a song of thanksgiving, that you have called us in Christ to learn that you are love that begets us, love that sustains us, and raises us to new life in the Spirit. Accept the worship of our lives. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Zephaniah. <coughs> Seek the Lord, all you humble of the land, who do his commands. Seek righteousness. Seek humility. Perhaps you may be hidden on the day of the Lord's wrath. For I will leave in your midst of you a people humble and lowly. They shall seek refuge in the name of the Lord, the remnant of Israel. They shall do no wrong and utter no lies, nor shall a deceitful tongue be found in their mouths. Then they will pasture and lie down, and no one shall make them afraid. The word of the Lord. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Consider your own call, brothers and sisters. Not many of you were wise by human standards. Not by many were powerful. Not many were of noble birth. But God chose what is foolish in the world to shame the wise. God chose what is weak in the world to shame the strong. God chose what is low and despised in the world, things that are not, to reduce to nothing things that are, so that no one might boast in the presence of God. God is the source of your life in Jesus Christ, who became for us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption in order that, as it is written, let the one who boasts boast in the Lord. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up the mountain. And after he sat down, his disciples came to him. He began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is a kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they who mourn for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the land. Blessed are they who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the clean of heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, 
for they will be called children of God. Blessed are they who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when they insult you and persecute you and utter every kind of evil against you falsely because of me. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward will be great in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. The story is told of a little boy who was on vacation with his family. And on Sunday morning they went to church and the topic of the sermon that morning was whom do you trust? So uh, when they came back home uh, uh, to the hotel, he was excited because his parents told him that he could go uh, to the beach and play and swim. They gave him $5 in case he wanted to buy soda or ice cream. So uh, there was a lady sitting under her beach umbrella. So the little boy went over to her and asked her, "Uh, Ma'am, are you a Christian? And she was puzzled by that question, and she said, yes, I am. Then he asked her, did you go to church this morning? And she said, yes, I did. So he pulled out his $5 bill, and he said, would you please hold my $5 bill while I go swimming? (laughs) Whom do you trust? (laughs) Today we heard, of course, um, that the Lord invites us to trust him. And the the first reading told us that, and was directed, of course, especially towards the people who are marginalized, who are nobodies in the society, who were sometimes forgotten to trust in him and to love him. And what, would, what that would accomplish was that they would do no wrong. They would utter no lies. They would be so connected to the Lord that through them, God would accomplish so much good. If you remember last week, uh, we reflected today together on how Jesus chooses us, how he calls us, how he teaches us, how he blesses us, and how he sends us forth. Today, we, we, are, we hear what he sends us forth to accomplish. It's like his manifesto that we heard in the Gospel reading today. Jesus was on the mountain telling the Beatitudes, attitudes for the Christian family. This is how we are to be. Mountains in the Bible are places of revelation. God reveals something important. So Jesus revealed through the, in this sermon how he wanted his followers to live, that sometimes they will have to mourn, sometimes they will be persecuted. But he said to them, But but that will change. You just have to persevere. You have to trust me and love me. That misfortune will change into fortune. Because really, the the Beatitudes can be summarized if we under, or or better understood, we we understand the first one. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. What does it really mean, poor in spirit? Yes, those who heard those words were poor in many different ways, economically, socially. But They were rich because they came to to listen to God, and they were enriched by listening to Jesus, and of course, by putting into practice his words, made made a huge difference in their life. Now, we know, of course, that in in the first reading we heard, as I said, Zephaniah was writing to the people who were also, you know, forgotten, who had perhaps nothing, not much in life, yet they came to to God, and God reached out to them through the prophet and ask them, be humble, be righteous. This is, this is your call. He invited them to righteousness and humility. Again, that's an invitation for all of us, too. 
invitation to be humble, to do righteous things. And when we trust and love God, God promised them they will do no wrong, will utter no lies. Can you imagine life when a person does no wrong? We may say, wow, that's fantasy, that's impossible. Certainly it may feel like that, but we know the more we trust and love God, the more good we do, the less wrong we do as well. So that's why St. Paul also explored this, this idea of, God, of us being faithful and considering our call, call from the Lord, because he wrote to the Corinthians that were sometimes divided. There is a story of uh, Leonard Bernstein, a famous conductor and musician and composer. He was asked on one occasion, what is the, the instrument that is most difficult to play? He thought about the question and he said, the second fiddle. <laughs> he, said, he said, why? Because everyone wants to, play, wants to play the first fiddle. Very few people are willing to play the second fiddle. That was the problem that Paul encountered in, uh, among the Corinthians. They all wanted to play the first fiddle. He reminded them, no, Jesus is the one who plays the first fiddle or violin. Listen to what he plays. Listen to what he offers you and follow, contribute what you can. Because Leonard Bernstein then he said, without the second fiddle, there is no harmony. Again, our choir beautifully plays music for us and, and leads us in singing. With no second fiddle, in a sense, there is no harmony. Without us not responding to what God offers us, to his music and contributing our own, that is, of course, inspired by what he offers us, there is no harmony. So Paul said to the, the Corinthians, look what you see among yourselves, divisions. If you recall, some said, I follow Apollos. Some said, I follow Paul. Some says, said, I follow Peter. G Paul said, no. There is only one Christ, one baptism. So again, in this reading, he challenged them to consider their own call. Living as people of harmony, each contributing the way he or she can. So that's why in the gospel reading, Jesus offered those who came to listen to him, perhaps thousands, his, his way of, of living, of thinking, of treating other people. And as I said, he told them, blessed are poor in spirit, for theirs, yours is the kingdom of heaven. What, it, what, it, what he meant by that is that those who are, uh, who are completely attached to God will accomplish so much. That's what being poor in spirit means, completely attached to God. And blessed means fulfilled, truly happy. That's what Jesus said. You will be truly happy. You will be truly fulfilled the more and more you are attached to God, to his ways. So again, those ways will help us to do no wrong in land. To, to utter no lies, to be humble, to seek righteousness among us. Those things are so important, we know that. Because we know in the world we live in, it can be sometimes so depressing. I remember a story of a little boy who went to his first summer camp, and one of the counselors, the chaperones, noticed that he was not himself. He didn't want to participate in the activities that other, other children participated in. So she, she went over to him and she asked him, are you homesick? And he said, no, I'm here sick. <laughs> In a sense, sometimes we may, we may feel like I'm, I'm here sick, considering what we see around us. We as God's people, as Christians, it's our call to do righteousness, to seek righteousness, to do no wrong, 
God can accomplish that. Jesus showed us the ways. He told us the Beatitudes. It added its attitudes to be for, for all of us. And of course, we know that when we do that, what, what will happen to us, what will happen around us? You know, how we, we will bring his light into the world that is sometimes dark. So let's be thankful for the word of God we heard this morning. And let's, of course, pray for the strength to put this word into practice once again. And the more we do it, of course, the, the better, the more, more complete people, the more fulfilled people we will be. Thanks for listening to this week's service. To stay up to date on the latest news involving our parish, please visit our website at goodshepherd-sc.org.